0: good evening everybody what's up which means wise unconformed serious united people and that's what's up not conformed to this world but transformed by the renewing of our minds by the word of the most high god this evening we want to talk about something maybe a little different but definitely necessary and it's about how people need inner healing and what inner healing basically is, is basically that we understand if there's a, a physical ailment with the body, that there's physical healing that needs to be done. Well, there's a healing that needs to be done a lot of times it's not, not always uh, understood, detected, or recognized. It's the healing that needs to take place inside of us, in the inner man, that we be healed from the inside. It can be generational things it can be um abuse residue it can be anything that's happened to us or even maybe happened to our generational ancestors that came down through the bloodline that's still affecting us and we don't even understand that it it's affecting us because we have not enough knowledge on that it exists so we just want to address that a little bit on how people need to be in the sometimes people will go through trauma And for years, they'll still be affected by it, whether it's in the thought patterns or in the behavior. Even with a child, if you tell a child a lot of times that you can't do this and you won't do this and you ain't going to never be this or never be that's really placing a curse because life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you can place curses on adults and on children and then they'll go up, they'll grow up. And if you say they never will and you never see them do and you get mad about it, it's because you didn't put a curse on them. And so those curses have to be removed. They have to be broken off. And so we want to be able to be aware of what affects us the invisible warfare, the things that are not necessarily seen, touch, taste, taste, hear, smelled. There's the things that are spiritual that's going on in us, even in bloodlines. And when, when, when children are in school, they ask them a lot of times. Did your mother have this particular disease? You know, you fill out a a medical form. And did you with this disease in your family or this disease or that disease in your family? And what it is, it's a medical form, but it's really spiritual because what we are talking about is if your your mother had it or your dad had it or people in your family had this particular ailment, then chances are you will get it too. But that doesn't have to be. The book can stop here because Jesus set us free. By his stripes we heal. So my point is, is that when these things are, are, are brought, and recognize we need to address them and cast them out they need to be broken curses need to be broken spells need to be broken wrong thought patterns need to be broken See, an addiction and i've been through that by the grace of the lord he delivered me but addictions drug addictions or whatever the addiction may be is really it's really a form of sorcery because we're dealing in, in potions and spells we're dealing in amakaya which is the same word that we get our word, um, our English word, pharmacy from. I ain't saying a pharmacist is a witch doctor per se, but that's the root of how that word comes. It comes from dealing in, 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 in um, potions and spells and things that, that remove things or things that place things. That's why sometimes with some medications, you'll have what they call an after effect. That's because it's not completely pure, or clean. You're taking, you 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 you're changing something and casting something out, but you're also placing something else there. And so therefore, we want to be completely clean by the blood of Jesus. Let us not have no residue. Let us not have no uh, generational curses or no flaws in our heart, mind, body, souls, or spirit. Let us become free. For the Scripture says, "Who the Son makes free is free indeed." So we need complete freedom. And these things are spiritual, Shande. They are not natural they are spiritual so we have to address them this warfare ain't spiritual. so we have to address them with spiritual understanding and it's the holy ghost that do the healing the spirit of the most high god he's the healer so therefore jesus say in john fourteen twenty six. but the comforter now why is he called the comforter when he has come he shall teach you all things bring all things to your man. the comforter he brings comfort he brings solution he's god's ghost in the earth so he's God in the earth Jesus say another company he said I'm going away but I'm sending you another person he's not he's not just the power of God he's the person of God he's God without a body because he's looking for a body and he's looking for yours just like the uh, I'll just say this little side note when Noah had taken up those people on the ark there was eight people that he took up Noah himself and it's our three sons and their three wives. That's eight, which means the eight is the number of our new beginnings. That's why we only got seven days in the week. The eighth, there's no such thing as the eighth day. The next day is the first day, which means a new week. Anyway, so there was a new beginning God was going to do with that family. And so they was taken up just like the catching away of the house of the people of God. We get caught away with Christ. But the reason I'm bringing it up now is because when he first sent out uh, the dove, the dove went out and couldn't find no dry land. But then he sent him out again, and he didn't return because he found dry land. And that represents the Holy Ghost coming in the earth twice. He came once, Shonda. And then he came again. He came once and brought Jesus and then went back. But then Jesus said, I'm going to send him again. And so when he came the second time, he didn't come bringing somebody. He came looking for somebody. He came looking for a body, just like the dove and the other one looked for dry land. So he's looking for us to be able to rest on us. That's why Jesus said when the Holy Ghost in Acts 1 and 8, when the Holy Ghost has come up on you, U-P-O-N, up on you, you shall receive power. Hallelujah, God. And Jesus also said, if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. He also said, the scripture also said in Romans, I think it's, don't quote me on this, I think it's 14 and 12 or twelve fourteen 14 and 17. It says, uh, the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace and joy. In the Holy Ghost. So what, he's, what the description is saying is, is that it's not in physical things. It's in the righteousness, the peace, and the joy. If you get righteousness, righteousness can lead you to um, peace. And when you get peace, then you can get joy. And where is it at? In the Holy Ghost. In him we live, move, and have our being. So my point is, is that that's the place of freedom. Shonda, he's the promised land. He's the promise that has come you say when the promises come, Holy Ghost, so that's what we need we need the power of the Holy Ghost to break these curses spells and all these uh, devices that have been put on us that we can be free totally, not bound by anything, no residue, none, no residue, none that we can because the scripture says once again, who the son makes free is free indeed, so let freedom reign we need to be free, not just in not and having enough finances and having enough friends and having enough this or that that's in the physical, we need spiritual freedom. And it takes place on the inside. You can have somebody that's got all of those natural things on the outside and still be torn from the floor up on the inside. I was one of them. I, I had a place where I was doing a lot of things. I won't go into the testimony right now. But I had come to a place where I was still amazed that no matter how much money I got, no matter how many friends I gained, no matter how much physical, natural, worldly success I had attained, I still didn't feel no better than I was when I had a period of time when I was totally homeless. That's because only my external experiences had changed. My internal man hadn't been no different. I hadn't been born again of the spirit of God. My soul hadn't changed. And so I didn't feel no different. I remember reading a story about a woman. She um, she had went to a plastic surgeon. And um when she went to him, she felt like that she was unattractive. I won't call her ugly, but she looked like she said to herself she was unattractive. So she wanted um, plastic surgery to change her physical appearance. And after all the operations went down and full handling came, and he pulled off the last bandages at the last visit and turned to her a mirror. And he asked her, and she was beautiful. And he asked her, what do you think? And she said, I'm beautiful, but I still feel ugly. So, Shonda, sometimes people, our situations and appearance be to change. But if you ain't changed the inside, Jesus said, clean the inside of the cup, then the whole cup shall be clean. Holy Ghost. That's what we need to be focusing on. Is your inside clean? What are you full of? Well, thank God, then you need to get something cleaned up, warfare. And so we need to clean up the inside and learn how by the scriptures. The scriptures give us understanding of the change and transformation that we need to do. We need to become new creatures. If any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Now all things are of God. Therefore, in Jesus' name, let us become free by knowing what inner healing is. So, there's some basic principles, some basic things that we can learn to do. First of all, 633 of Matthew says seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you now that means and I believe this because I've seen it in my own life if we get serious about seeking God serious about knowing him serious about finding him and we can find him through the blood of Jesus God even told David seek ye my face and the scripture said, David said in the Psalms, When thou said Seek ye my face, thy face, Lord, shall I seek hat not thy face far from me. In other words, what I'm saying is that when you begin to seek God and begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness, God to move in your life. There's people that's walking around in the power of the Holy Ghost, but it comes from God. And you don't really have to have somebody to lay hands on you. Now there's nothing wrong with that. I've experienced that and I do that. But the point is, is this: I don't want your faith to be in the power, in, in, in the in the in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God, as the scripture says in Second Corinthians. So therefore, you want to have faith in that God gonna do it, whether He uses a man as His instrument or not. God is able; God can do it, and He can do it on His own. I can tell you testimony after testimony of ministers and people that I know, and then people that I've heard about testimony that they decide to just get get real real one young man off the top of my head he was struggling with uh 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 alternate lifestyle i'll call it and what happened was is that he got really 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 got almost suicidal behind it because he was struggling with it and couldn't break it and he asked a pastor to let him sleep in the church on the altar all night one night just let him go in there and just let him lay on the altar so the pastor let him in the church and he laid on the altar one night he laid on the altar two nights. He laid on the altar three whole nights, just stayed in the church. And he said that on the third night, he physically heard chains break. Now, of course, they broke in the spirit realm, but he heard chains break. That means he had came to a place of death as far as him trying to solve his own problems, Holy Ghost, trying to do it his own way, trying to be what he wanted to be. He had totally got dis- separated to get from contaminated with the world, and God moved on him. He didn't have a whole lot of necessarily this, that, and the other. God just moved on him, broke that thing, and he walked up out of there never need, never being bound by it again. And the Lord has done that with me in certain instances. I um I had a lot of street activity when I lived in Detroit where I grew up at, a lot of gang activity and this, that, and the other. And uh, after I had moved out of that area, God got me out of that area, saved my life, and took me to uh, – another place to live, I was still having what they call dope dreams. I was still dreaming about cocaine, dreaming about getting high. And I was dreaming about the cats that I used to run with. And this one dude that I grew up with, we called him Irving the Dope Fan. He used to, we, we grew up together from like about nine or 10 years old. And I remember when we was in the ninth grade, he would be um, in the parking lot when I come out of school shooting heroin. He was mainlining, they called it shooting mixed jive. Anyway, he uh, he uh he, he used to be like that. And after I had left home and didn't go back no more, he had died. He died from uh, heroin overdose. Anyway, my point is, and we're bringing it up, I used to have these dreams where he would come to me in my dreams and say, Chuck, do this and do that and do that and do this, that. And I say, I ain't in it. And we used to get in arguments. And I say, I ain't in that no more. I ain't doing that no more. And this one dream I was having, this one particular night, he was trying to get me to sell some drugs or something. Now, this is a dream. But what happened was it had a real significance behind it. And in the dream, while we arguing, I heard all of a sudden, shoot, a arrow come past my head. And uh I looked and the arrow hit Irvin in the chest and he went down. And he he dead, he was dead. And anyway, and I turned and I looked and it was a an angel with a and arrow in his arm. And I said, You a warrior, ain't you? And he just shook his head. He didn't say a word. He just shook his head, yeah, I am like that. And so I said, Good God Almighty and that's been that's been over ten years ago. After that particular instance I never had no drug dreams no more. I never had no dreams about urban, none of that stuff no more. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ. I got free, but God did it in a dream that I had and set me free. Holy Ghost, I bless you for that. Share. Yeah. bless you, God, for your holy. So what I'm saying is, is that God has His own way of doing things. Just open yourself up to God and let God do it His own way. Sometimes we can get religious about spiritual things. In other words, we say, "Well, God gonna do it this way or do that." We don't necessarily know that. Just be willing. God don't need your ability; He just needs your availability, and then God will heal. God will do it, and all the glory will go to God. We got a uh, caller on the line. Hello, caller. How are you? Hello. Hello. God bless you. How are you? God bless you. How you doing? Good. How you doing? You doing fine. Praise God for you. <laughs> That's good. <I'm laughs> glad you're doing fine. <laughs> Anyway, we are uh, glad you called in. Um, we're talking tonight about uh, people need inner healing. And without going through all the, the things that I said about it, basically what it is is basically that we can get the physical body healed on the outside. And thank God for that, because that's part mm-hmm. of what God gives us. But sometimes people can get physically healed on the outside and still need inner healing on the inside. The soul needs to be healed. Shonda, the inner man needs to be healed. He can be broken. He can be through uh, trauma of abuse, curses. All different types of spiritual ailments can be there. Sin is a spiritual disease, Mm Shonda. It's not a moral condition. It affects us morally, but it's a spiritual disease. It's a death sentence. It causes death. It don't just causes you to do wrong. It causes you to die. If it wasn't for sin, man wouldn't die, Shonda. That's how we know that Jesus not having no sin, took our sin because that's the only way he could have died because he took ours on, and that's what killed him our sins that we could have his life, but anyway, we need inner healing, so you understand what I'm saying about that, mm-hmm. and I'm not just saying it is here, here you hear you. I'm not just saying the people in the world, I'm saying there's a lot of people that sit in the pews that are honest yeah. that are sincere about God but they they don't understand why they struggle in certain areas. they don't understand why uh certain things that they have may have went through even in childhood is still affecting them in adulthood. See, yeah. it's like walking with a limp. It's like, okay, you're walking, but you're still limping, okay. Jesus gave you what you need, but you still haven't completely see we don't even understand, and I said, we as in me totally on what we have received through the blood of Jesus, through him dying and being rose again from the dead. We don't even understand totality, most of us, I say, on what that really entails. See, we categorize it and summarize it as being saved. Thank God for being saved, but don't stop there. See, Mm -hmm. Israel was saved from Egypt from Pharaoh. They came across the bloodline, which is the Red Sea, and the first baptism, which is John baptism, the water, and they came into the wilderness. They were saved from the attacks of Pharaoh, but they still had a whole other crew. The Amorites, the Hittites, the Canaanites, the the the, the, the 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 Peserites, all these others that are in the wilderness that they got to deal with. Now, what them represent? I'll say it this way. They represent the junk that you brought in the church with you. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that you had. See, there was a stowaway. I'm saying like this. There was a stowaway on the ark. Noah was there. His wife was there. His three sons. But his three sons had three wives that came out of three other tribes. I don't want to get into that teaching. But those out of those three wives, there was a stowaways on the ark. It had. It wasn't righteous. It wasn't part of his bloodline. And so those boys had children from the women, and that's how sin got back in the earth again. So we have sometimes people that bring. A stowaway devil in church. He's a hitchhiker. He took a ride, see? Or a stowaway um, curse or something like that. And they don't necessarily know that they're there, but they're there. See? Just denying something don't exist don't make it go away. We ain't ostriches. We don't stick our head in the ground and say something don't exist because we can't see it. The deal is that we see it. We we see the result of it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. For instance, I'll give you a a small example. Uh, If a person is hungry and haven't eaten, I ain't talking about just for half a day or what. If a person hasn't eaten in a few days, they become weak and it affects their energy. It affects their strength. It affects your thinking. Food affects your moods and your thoughts. But we can tell that it's because you haven't eaten natural food. But a person that hasn't eaten and fed on the things of God, and hasn't gotten the inner man, the soul fed. There's another indication that something I'm talking about even people to say, there's an indication because you start talking like you used to talk, start acting like you used to act, start getting into murmuring and complaining, start going in places you used to go. In other words, the old man, the flesh, starts to resurrect. He started to come back because we haven't fed the spirit man well enough that he can stay strong and keep dominion over the natural man. Paul said, I buffet my flesh and keep it under, lest that after I have preached to others, I myself be a castaway. So we have to keep our flesh submitted. But in order to keep the flesh submitted, the spirit man got to be strong and the spirit man got to be whole. Now the spirit is whole, but the soul warfare, but the soul need to be made whole. Our soul needs to be completely healed. That's where our thinking, our emotions, and all the things that we deal with rest in lies. We can come out of the flesh, but are you out of the soul? Have you left the wilderness and gone into the promised land? Are you totally in the Spirit of God? Are you in two places at one time? That's what double mindedness is. It's in two things at one time, thinking two things at one time. Can't make a sound decision or have a sound perception because you're over here and you're over there, or you're over there and you're back over here again. So you're unstable. Am I making sense? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You got anything you want to say, man of God? Or... It's just about the healing. We need healing, and that's all the point that I'm trying to push. Healing needs to be done. See, mm-hmm. people have, and I, let me say this before you make your statement. Suicide is a spirit. Shani. Drug addiction is a spirit. Sin is a spirit. There is a spirit. Anger is a spirit. Warfare. See, there's a lot of things that we try to handle psychologically. I ain't got no of psychologists, but they can't get to the soul realm. All they can do is fix the physical man, the natural man, and they don't fix him. All they do is really uh, give a, 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 a medication or a diagnosis because most of those people, from what I understand, never come to a place of total freedom and total healing, total completeness. They have to be under a doctor's care because it ain't all just about the body or the natural mind. It's about that soul, something wrong on the inner man. And only God can fix that boy, Shande. Only God can go up in that place. He reserved that for himself. So to come to God and to get healed, that's why Jesus told a lot of times, a lot of people, the man, um, what chapter is uh, that? Chapter 5 of John, the man that had, uh, 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 couldn't walk, 38 years, he laid by the pool of Bethesda. And Jesus said, well, that may be made whole. He said, I don't have nobody to Put me in the pool when the water is stirred. In other words, and I'm not talking about him, man had been there 38 years. That's a bad situation. But he had an excuse. And a lot of times when people won't change, they know every reason why they can't instead of why they can. And we need to find out why we can, Shande, Because there is a God above all other gods. He's got all power over all other power and can do it all. Because he's not just the maker, he's the creator. He can make something from nothing. So if he can do that, bring all things into existence from just speaking it, then he can bring us into a place of healing and wholeness by speaking it. Lord, just speak to me, and I'll be made whole. If you'll just breathe on me, and I'll be made whole. You understand what I'm saying? So it's the belief that God can do it that makes it take place. That's all he wants. No charge. Mm -hmm. No charge. I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? That's the wonderful thing about salvation. No charge. Shonday. It's paid for in full. What? God, Lord, everything. Wow. Praise you, Jesus. we getting ready to um, do a countdown, Holy Ghost. I didn't mean to have you sitting there on the bench, man of God. You <laughs> like I was the coach. But uh, anyway, because we, we're coming down to the end of the show. But um, people need inner healing. And we can't just address this warfare in one episode or at one sitting it needs to be uh, they need to be ministered to there's ministers that need to be ministered to and I pray for them I, 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 my heart goes out to them they need because they have to minister to other people and if you're broken, how you gonna fix somebody so anyway I appreciate you calling in man of God we are talking because um, so the show is winding down the time and everybody that's called in and listening. God bless you I pray for healing for you. I pray for healing for you. I pray for healing for you. That your heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit be made whole. Because Jesus paid the price for it all. So in Jesus' name, be ye whole, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I thank you, God, for all you do, all you done, and all you shall do. God, by yourself, we recognize you. The only true God, and your son, Jesus Christ. In his name, we pray. So until next week, we thank you for tuning in on the What's Up Network. What's up? Wise, Unconformed, Serious, United People. That's What's Up. Be blessed. God bless you and be made whole in Jesus' name. Amen.